systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. I said on the Facebook page last night I didn't know if there'd be a podcast this weekend. Because you're ass sick. Well... I feel like I should be better by now. I just haven't gotten a lot of rest in the last few days, so I think that's the problem. I've been sick for, since the last podcast, actually, after the last podcast, hello to my Aunt Robin, who listened, by the way. What's happening? She thought it was hilarious how I uh, shit-talked about Wisconsin weather, and I said it deserved it. Talk a lot of shit on here, Aunt Robin. Welcome on in. (laughs) Hopefully it's not about you. Um, (laughs) But yeah, after we got done with last week's podcast, I'm like, man, my throat hurts, and I thought it was just dry or I was talking too much. And then the next morning, I woke up like full That's, blown. Sick. You know what? That's right. Because the last one we did it was right when you got back from your Wisconsin adventure. We talked all about that. How AJ traveled from uh, Arizona to Wisconsin during a polar vortex, and then he got back. And like, I thought you were just worn down from all your I travel, too, and yeah. she's been stressed out. It's been emotional, all this shit. And then lo and behold, no, boom, she's sick. Like you know, and this is like old school AJ sick. If anyone who's been listening to us on the terrestrial radio, remember that thing? It's in your car. Yeah, I know. But if any of you who listen to us in that world, whether in Wisconsin or Michigan, um, you have to remember how many times AJ sounded like asshole on the radio. And let me apologize for that, by the way. Oh, in yeah. hindsight, I I was sick a lot there for was, a long time. There was no quitting your game. But that's okay because, you know, uh, people enjoyed your stuffiness. But no, seriously, AJ, she just, this is a partially of why we moved. But you used to have such bad sinus infections. They last for like two months. Then yeah. I'd be healthy for a month, and then it would come. Yeah, come like back. like you literally spent when it came time to the winter months, which, as we know, in the Upper Midwest is about six months. Yeah, when it came time time for those six months, you spent, I'd say, a collective total what forty four months out of the six. six yeah, sick. I mean, and I was much younger whoo. back then. It was it was way more doable. Man, she was. I mean, she never had a fucking quit button. You know what's funny about that? A radio station I, I grew up listening to in Chicago, B96. They had a nighttime show, and the show was hosted by three people. Julian Jumpin' Perez, Tim Spinnin' Schomer, and Candy. And I remember, and I was like probably 18 at the time. I was going to college for radio, so I listened with a different ear. But I said, Jesus Christ, Julian Jumpin' Perez must be dying of something long term because yeah. he sounds sick on the radio almost every night. And then, of course, I realized years later, one, working in the business and two, getting to know people that know him and eventually meeting him myself. Yeah, he has allergies. Oh, no. So, you know, you handle how you can handle. Yeah. And this guy, for I, but I remember half of my memories of that guy when he used to do that nighttime radio show is, yeah, Julian was always fucking stuffed up. It's hard because so, like, you don't want to miss work. Exactly. Because, like, I mean, again, it's not like we dig ditches for a living. Like we sit and talk, update some websites and we go home. It's it's difficult, but it's not that's, difficult that's work. The, that's the fucking rationalization that you use. I know. And that that's was. That's the rationalization. I'm like, I can go in, talk for four hours, uh, do my work and go home and sleep it off. But anyone I, can say that though. Anyone, anything you do, you can discount, right? I mean, someone's going to no, use somebody doing like outside physical work. I can definitely see them. And being I guarantee like, you someone like that's going to be like, 
what? All I got to do is go hang sheetrock. It's not like I'm a fucking brain Good surgeon. Geez. I'm telling you, man. It, either way, it's unhealthy for yeah. all of us to be stop that way. Stop going to fucking work, everyone. Just in general, stop going to work. But if you're nice. sick, don't go to work. But yeah, no. So you actually ended up being sick. Um, you've been sick since the last time the podcast. Yeah, went. I went in the next morning. I tested for COVID at home. It was negative. They tested me for strep and the flu. They were negative. I did get my vaccinations this year, so thank God, because people are gross and I was traveling. Yeah. Um, I tested negative for uh, strep and flu, which was good. But um, they're like, yeah, it seems to be just like a sinus thing and sinus infection. Your ears are infected. Mm-hmm. So they put me on antibiotics. And that was a week ago. And I f- I'm like, I'm close to being over it, but yeah. I'm at like that tipping point where I'm like, I, I haven't gotten a lot of sleep this week. There's, it's just been busy and stressful and I feel like I should be better now, but I'm not quite there. It has definitely been stressful. That is one thing we can all agree on. Sucks. But Sorry. I'm glad I'm here because I said on the Facebook, I'm not sure if I'll be up for a podcast, but here yeah. we are. Didn't stop her though. Don't, don't, don't let her think you that, that her, because she just talked all that shit right there about, boy, in hindsight, maybe I should have uh, not gone in. She has worked every day since she's been sick. Absolutely. She's even volunteered, of course, for her little outside passion project, the Absolutely. Irish Dance. Absolutely. She hasn't stopped at all. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, Absolutely. Man, we're all a walking fucking, uh, you know. Listen, I have no all, PTO, okay? I need is. money. Don't talk bad about your work like that. Money me now. Um, how's everyone doing? I mean, AJ's doing like shit, but I hope I'm everyone, <laughs> I mean, I, I wish you're doing better. It sounds like everyone everybody right? on the Facebook, they're all like, everybody's sick, yeah. but then again, they're all in the Midwest. Yeah. You're expected so, it. Well, I said well. it's, it's the Midwest. It's the gift, the gift that keeps on giving. Even when I get home to Arizona. Yeah. Episode 234, the, uh, Pat and AJ podcast. Sure. Do appreciate you hanging out today. Uh, it's going to be a fun podcast. We're going to cure. We're going to solve, not cure, solve racism, cool. solve racism. Not quite sure if you guys heard. We got a little issue with that. We can solve. A issue with everything. We can solve the, the uh, whole thing. Um, AJ's not the only sick one in the house. Uh, the main identified patient right now is not her. It's instead the uh, baby bulldog who was just in here. I don't, I don't know where he uh, muttered off to. I'm just glad he's walking, okay? <laughs> you should have seen him yesterday. I thought he was near death. So what's the surgery that our dog had? I'm going to try it. Say it right. It's brachycephalic. It's airway surgery. Okay. So this is a new thing I didn't know about, but it's actually recommended for bulldogs if you can afford it. Yeah. Um, he it basically opens up their airways because bulldogs with with the flat faces yeah. notoriously have breathing problems because of their flat noses and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. when he had his cherry eye surgery, they said, "Hey, you may want to consider that." Like he's the soft palate surgery because they had to go in and put him under anesthesia. So we did it, and. Um, I mean, this is kind of like, like I don't want to say bougie pet is, ownership, though. but it is bougie pet it's ownership. It's bougie, but it's also better for the animal. I mean, yeah. they said like, you know, even if it's, he said his, his soft palate really wasn't yeah. that bad, but he's like in the long run, and it'll be good for him. Here's the other, you know, this is where the Midwest modesty thing comes in, where, where we, we have to tell you, this is why we currently have the highest pet insurance yes. package, um, because it's 100% coverage for something such as this, yeah. which is kind of a bougie procedure. So I suppose it's a little bit easier to engage in that when you're it like, is. well, I got the resources to do it. But so this is essentially. Do you notice his nostrils are bigger? 
I, I have it's have been like really it's, it's, it's been less than 24 <laughs> hours, man. I don't know how much time you spend staring at his eyes. A but, lot yesterday. <laughs> um, I'm barely seeing fucking straight these days. I don't got that much time. Um, but no, I have not looked at his nostrils. But yeah, this is kind of our invention. I hate to say it, but it is. It's our medical advancement yeah. to help these kind of dogs live longer life. Yeah, I mean that's that's the short, More comfortable, longer life. The yeah. short and skinny of it is these dogs don't live as long because they have obstructed airways, which puts pressure on their Some hearts. Some are worse than others, and then just they live these kind of eight to ten year lifestyles. Yeah. and we in medical advancements. While we have shelled the fight for 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 cancer. Oh yeah, no, no, we're we're done with that, guys. Cancer is is what it is. Yeah, MS. You're just gonna have to deal with. Yeah, it. Yeah, too bad. But let's help the bulldogs. <laughs> but we first. can. But we can get the bulldogs to live longer. <laughs> no, but I mean that's what that is. But that is, this is a very sweet thing because I mean AJ literally when she got this dog, she looked in his eyes, little puppy dog. Uh, she looked in his eyes and she said, "You better live." The longest, healthiest, <laughs> like I can't handle losing no. you. And she looked like almost made a promise back to him. She's like, I will do everything, little man. So he had this surgery on Tuesday, and they actually keep him overnight. That's how serious it is because they have to make sure they can breathe. And they called me at 6 in the morning the next day to say he had some problems overnight. He had to be on oxygen. Um, and they're like, hey, you know, when can you pick him up? We're going to keep him here a few more hours. But um, I went to pick him up. They called me while I was on the way to pick him up and said, are you on your way? And naturally, I'm thinking, oh, my God, they just want to, like, boot him out of the, the room. You know, we need, it's like a hospital. We need the bed, yeah. you know. Um, but then when I got there, I found out it was exactly the opposite. He was so anxious and worked up that he couldn't breathe anymore. And they brought him in the room, and he was just, he had his mouth wide open, and he was, like, wheezing and whistling. And they're like, we're going to try to dope him up so you can drive him home. I'm like, he doesn't seem like he should go home right now. They're like, his lungs are clear. We think this is anxiety from being here. They do say that dogs, pets in general, become representatives of uh, their owners. Yeah, but remember when we got him, I mean, the, the breeder said he was an anxious dog the day we got him. Listen, I'm like a one out of a ten at all given times on anxiety. I'm always at some point in time thinking someone's going to kill me. Well, yeah, me too. So, you know, maybe. Well, we knew this. I just, I didn't, I didn't know it was that serious. I mean, we've been away from him overnight before, but yeah, I had to lay on the floor with him for an hour of the vet. She didn't we, sleep, dude. She was. All right. No. So on top of this, right? She's sick. And, and she's not slowing down, and she's worried about everyone, family, the dog. And then she, she, the dog's worked up. AJ, I shit you not, she has this really wacky, you know, work, work schedule, and she somehow fits in sleep. She basically foregoes her sleep. Shit you not, I laid down after work, and when I, the moment my head hit the pillow, my phone rang. And I was like, all right. I'm on my way. Like, I almost fell asleep on the floor of the vet's office with him because I was so tired. The picture of me, I got circles under my eyes. It was ridiculous. But eventually he calmed down. They gave him a little shot in the rumpus to get him home. I was just afraid he would, like, hyperventilate on the way home. Yeah. Um, well, that's because you've read all, the, all those Reddit stories about bulldog owners that say that. Yeah, like the there's like, the, there's like the a time, phenomenon of uh, bulldogs that just die in a car. In a car. Like, they just freak out so much they stop breathing. So I was nervous. But we got him home last night. He slept it off. Woke up super hungry, took all his meds. This morning, I'm like, I got to work. I'm not sure how he is. As soon as I walked into my office at 2.30 in the morning, he barks from the bedroom, which is like code for I want to come in with you. Yeah. So I brought him in here, and I had to hide all his toys and stuff because he has to eat like real soft foods because everything's kind of swollen. I'm, I'm on the air, and I hear him walking back and forth. I'm like, well, that's good. He's walking, you know, strolling, feeling good. 
I turn around. He's finding bones that he's hit around the house oh, and bringing go. them in the office. Oh, yeah, he's hungry. So all the bones that I had hidden from him, You're not he giving had found. him food. No. He has reserved food all around the house. It was really cute, though. But <laughs> listen, he's fine. He tried to chase the cat today. Like, he's he's not up to it, but he's trying. She, Trust um, me. Last night, uh, with with the food situation, right? She goes, hey, we got to feed him the soft food for a couple weeks. And she gotta, doesn't like. We went through this yeah. before. So I, I I go to the pet store because he's normally on, on on dry food. So I said, all right, I'll go to the pet store. And she tells me, now it has to be a loaf. And I don't know if, if you remember, if you're old like I am, that back in the day, all the fucking dog foods in a can it were a loaf. It was all like a pate. Yeah. Everything was just some kind of a, a blended yeah. shit. And look, you sliced off a loaf and it that was, was either liverwurst yeah. or alpo. You didn't yeah. fucking know. That was a joke when we were growing up. Yeah. Remember that when they'd empty a can of dog food, it would come out in the, si- the, yeah. the shape of the can. Now, since then, we're all goddamn bougie with our pets. Do you know how hard it is to find a pate dog food? Yes. Everything in that place. I mean, they got damn near like, you know, a steak aisle now with like freezers. Yeah. And so then when I even get to all the, like, I seriously, I, I think they must've thought I was casing the fucking place to rob it. That's how much time <laughs> I spent for a long time. like walking the aisles <laughs> going, nope, that's chunks and sauce. That nope. Work. That's chopped up nope. pieces and sauce. <laughs> nope. That's real pieces of lamb and sauce. Nope. That's real food and sauce. <laughs> I mean, no one has like this shit. And I finally found, um, shockingly, the same brand that we use for our cats, yeah. but it's just their their dog stuff. Because I said, hold on. I know that brand does. I know the difference because they do the loaf. They call it the loaf. The loaf. Or they do, like, the uh, little stew. And I found their dog version, and they had, bow, they had the loaf. I go, give me that loaf. So I bring the loaf home, and we cut up the loaf for the dog. As soon as the dog starts saying it, like it's sniffing around, dog won't eat the loaf. No. So now we're we're improvising. So before she goes goes to sleep last night, AJ looks at me. She goes, "So I'm in an active conversation in a group right now in some social media platform, and here's what we're coming up with. Like she's like she has a brain trust right now. Yeah, there of, were like five of us talking about what to do around the world. This. She has a brain trust. They have converged. They're talking, and she goes, "Okay, you should boil his kibble." Until it becomes a soft consistency. And then you can reform the mush into patties, almost like, you know, sliders. Yeah. (laughs) And then you're going to have to reform them. So you got to freeze them probably to make sure that they hold shape. And then we can thaw them out. And it'll be like a pate that maybe he'll eat. The vet kept saying meatballs, mini meatballs. Meatballs. She kept saying meatballs. So I shit you not last night. Pat was all gung-ho. He's like, I can do this. She must have fucking known that I got my work done early because it was like, all right. I mean, I guess this is what I'm I'm going to Gordon Ramsay it up uh, for a weird way. I don't know if anyone out there has ever uh, attempted to boil their uh, pets or dogs' dry food. It's much different than boiling anything else from spaghetti, peanuts, because this shit stunk so bad. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Like, I remember the first time that I made some some pot butter back in the day oh that was bad i remember that and then like all of a sudden you realize making pot butter you know made your whole goddamn house smell like a fucking cheech and chong movie you're like well this is not as discreet as i thought it was it was like that but except not the sweet smell of chiba no a dry sour green because it's you never smell 
you don't get the the nuance of fucking dog kibble. It's just no. some kind of it's got something. A, it's got a very slight smell of kibble. Something, but right? But it's nothing, yeah. It's just not like opening up a can of Imagine cat heating it up, steaming Ooh. it up, and then letting that shit just permeate. So I'm sitting here going, well, this ain't going to fucking work. <laughs> uh, I'm removing it off hot water. Now I'm putting it in cold water. I'm letting it sit outside because I don't want that shit even sit. I'm lighting candles around the room trying to make. So now the room smells like a mix of buttercream because she got a buttercream candle out. Now it's like buttercream and kibble. I have to wash my hands. I shit you not. 97 times because after all this. Yeah. And yes, it got all mushy and I drained it. You made little meatballs. And I mushed it and I made little meatballs. My fucking hands. Smelled. Smelled. And I'm doing regular wash. Nope, still smell it. Okay, get a little of that Dawn spray. Nope, still smell that it. That didn't work. I'm wow. coming over here. I'm using my son's like body wash and shit <laughs> on my hand. I'm, I'm I look like I'm scrubbing out of coming out of a out of a coal mine. You know, like underneath my 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 nails. Just dips his hand in bleach after a while. <laughs> You're my hero. Holy fuck. Thank and you it, for I doing mean, that. But, but it worked, though. It, it worked. Did. I mean, he, he ate, made little meatballs and he ate them. <laughs> he ate them. It was great. It was funny because I usually. And now you want more. That's well, that's. I mean, that's what I'm trying to get no, to. So now she's telling me that I have to go food, do it all over again. The food's actually, we're just soaking it right now until it gets yeah. mushy. and then Don't I'm, boil it. I'm not boiling it. But it's funny because I'm still sick and really can't taste or smell anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is, you should have done this shit. Usually, what am I doing it when for? you're cooking and I'm sleeping, I can smell it. I didn't yeah. smell a damn thing last night. So I had no idea. And I am so sorry. And disgusting you are, you are my hero for doing it, uh, that Thank it you. Had, uh, finally it had upset me to the fact that i said why did i stop smoking so much weed because now we all just like you know we have vape carts yeah. and shit no one actually lights a joint anymore yeah. i go if this was 10 years ago i would be able to like flood this room with five or ten bong shots of some high quality uh, uh, bud, true that, and and get rid of this shit. But now we all have discreet little vape pens. Yep. I'm like, I'm just sitting here like an asshole, you know, smelling whatever this kibble de jour is. He was. Let me just tell you though, you made your little boy, your little meaty mitts, very happy. Oh, look at him walking. I love this. After the surgery, he's got his tongue sticking out all the time, and it's so cute. Yeah, what do they say about that? His his, his tongue his, should be sticking out, actually. Like, all the time? Or? Right. Well, no, just until he's better. Okay. Is They're this, like, like, a signal that he's getting better or something? Well, it's a signal that he's breathing okay. Trust me, if I should have taken a video. Yeah, and, it does look like his nostrils are bigger. Yeah, So, did are. they make them bigger? Yeah, they make them bigger. No shit. Yeah. Looks like a little gorilla uh, 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 <laughs> nostrils now. Look at him. Look at him. Looks like a gorilla face. I know. He's so cute. <laughs> they, they, had, they had some saccule. I think they're called that can cause problems. They took those out. I mean, he's trust me. I yesterday they were like, we can admit him back to the hospital. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Like he was in that bad shape. So now I'm like, holy shit. He was just anxious or he was faking it. (laughs) That's my, I'm like, was is he He one of those dogs to like come home? But then I, I, I came when I came to pick him up, like he didn't want to come by me. He went by. Well, yeah, you're the mean lady that like <laughs> set all this up. He went to the surgeon. Oh, fuck you. He pawed at the surgeon. He pawed at the vet techs. He didn't want anything to do with me. Yeah. But now he's sweet on me because he's like, everything's fine. He's been absolutely fine since he's been. So is his snore going to be, this is going to be because we've literally become accustomed to, you know, he's a bulldog. The the, the dog snores. Yeah. So is he going to snore? This could improve his snoring. Could improve it. Yeah. Is it going to change? Is it going to have like a different snore? I don't know. I've never done this before. This has to be like, you know, for the wives out there, and, you know, I'm saying wives because I know there's women out there that use it too, but let's generalize for a second. For the wives out there who have a husband who has sleep apnea. My sister. Yeah. 
and sleeps on the couch right, of her house. Yeah, snores and has all that going on. And then all of a sudden, one day they go out and they do the sleep test and they get the fucking machine and they put the CPAP on. Then it's weird for the partner to hear them not, not snore. snore. Yeah. They're like, well, that's weird. Are they dead? You yeah. know? Well, that so was the problem I was having with him last night because he's not really snoring, but yeah. he's, he's wheezing a little bit. So the snore has turned into a wheeze. And I kept like waking up to check him to make sure he was alive because I'm used to like the cadence of the snoring. So I don't know. This is supposed to improve snoring. This will improve him during the hot weather. He can sit outside and not die. Mm-hmm. You know, like this, this is going to be really good for him. It's just these first 48 hours, they said, are very dicey because you're trying to get the swelling and everything to go down. So. Well, he's uh, getting better. He's fine. He'll do fine. He'll be fine. For a while, you were freaked out, weren't you? Oh, shit. I thought he was dying. I've I got never all seen these, him like that. I, you know, so when I do my little therapy sessions here... um, you know, I all the communication only gets checked when a session is over. By the way, if your therapist is checking their communication during your session, get a new therapist. It's a bad therapist. Um, so I, I get done with a session, and I go to my phone, and it's like these increasingly more <laughs> freaking out AJ texts from the vet like, hey, uh, they said he's freaking out, and if he can uh, calm down, he can come home. Hey, they said maybe we should admit, admit him next door. Yeah, they said that. They're like, maybe we're, maybe he shouldn't go home tonight. Okay, now they're telling me they're, they're, they're going to give him a shot, and <laughs> then I'm supposed to take him home. Can you please call me? I just didn't know what to do. I'm like, do we put him in the hospital <laughs> another night, or will that stress him out? I didn't know what to do, and I knew he wasn't going to check it till the end, and that yeah. was fine. I was just like, call me when you're done. I just wanted you to see, because I'm like, they're looking for me to make a decision, and I don't have a clue. You know what I thought was really interesting uh, with the dog, of course? doing all the paperwork for a surgery, I realized that uh, my dog uh, and my father uh, have something very opposite about them. One's a DNR and the other one is not. (laughs) (laughs) If you can Guess. guess, if you can guess, my father has been very clear about, you motherfuckers let me die if I'm dying. Meanwhile, the dog over here, when we're filling out this paperwork, They're it's like, like, do you want life-saving measures? Listen here, guy. This is not just a DNR. I'm talking, we will fucking fly in the dog whisperer. <laughs> do you want us to save your dog? And I ever, and I just sat there and I said, boy, they, they word this a lot differently with your dog than they do with your grandma. Totally. I've been there as a medical power of attorney for a mother who was dying, and they look at you like, so what's the deal, DNR, yes or no? I mean, it's a very it's very pitiful. You guys got to figure it out or what? What, what, what? What's the fuck? I've never had someone look at me like, hey, pal, it's your mom over there, huh? Hey, dude, do you want us to save her life? Do you do you want us to really <laughs> save her? put in effort if something goes down? I mean, if not, just let us know, buddy. Just let us know. Let us we, know. we just need to know right now. <laughs> Like, they, they fucking put the cell on you, they right? Do. And, and, of course, you're like, yes, save the dog. Trust me. I thought about it yesterday. I'm like, <laughs> some people spend money on nice cars, boats, RVs. We spend money on a dog. Well, and it's worth every damn penny. Like I said. That, it, it was so weird when he wasn't here. The house was, like, dead quiet. Everything stayed in place. Nothing moved. There was wow, nothing to clean shock. up. what a shock. It was fucking peaceful. I know, but I... It was nice. It was it, calm. It was nice, but then by the time I brought him home, I'm like, this is like, he, he his, his energy belongs here. Well, it, it, we were missing that. Just remember, this is what I always use the lineage of, is the American dream alive and well? And all I can tell you is that after my great-grandparents immigrated here and my grandparents ate bread and butter for fucking 20 years because they were there during the Depression that that family lineage could one day 
make sure that one guy inherits all their money and that he's able to take those 14 nickels and flip them into dog insurance. Yep. I mean, that's, come on. We went from eating bread and butter to having our dog get a 100% deductible were, insurance. Weren't your grandparents dog lovers, though? We had dogs. That yeah. I mean, yeah, they had dogs. I mean, we d- always had dogs. Yeah. I mean, not dog lovers like like, like like today, we but are, absolutely. Yeah. We had Mickey and Monique. They were yeah. poodles. We had uh, Simon. Simon, yeah. Simon was the schnauzer I had growing up. After we moved out at 12, my grandparents missed Simon, so we got them Andre, who was a bichon frise. He died like 10 years Andre ago. Andre fucking lived forever. Yeah. Andre was there when they signed the... Actually, Andre was there when the first Civil War happened. <laughs> Andre almost lived to the second Civil War. Almost. Almost. But I mean, they were dog people. So Absolutely. I like to think that even in death, it would appreciate that their grandson yeah, man. has the financial Fuck means yeah. to take care of a dog in this much of a sympathetic, well-cared-for manner. I don't know what vet they used to take our um, our dog to, but I just remember as a kid, because I always carted around everywhere with them. It was far much deeper into the city of chicago where i grew up it was not in our neighborhood it was way more into what we would call the bad neighborhoods there was a very geography was key in chicago you knew north south east west where to go where not to they went to some hood ass little fucking vet shop that i remember looked very depressing very world war ii like draft era yeah but it got the job done got the job i mean i guess the dogs all fucking lived yeah then again, the one dog was fucking blind and had a limp, so who knows well, where we were getting our dogs. You know. They were dog lovers, like I said, not like dog lovers today. Well, that's okay. Told you we're going to cure racism here, folks, today, and this is true. I don't know if you've looked out there. People aren't getting along. No. We need to start learning how to love each other. So for goodness sakes, will everyone please sit back and listen to the good word from a random voicemail that AJ got. Hi, Sam. I had some dope calling me up. Who are those black people? I says, those black people are good people. They shovel my snow and they cut my grass. And what are you worrying about it? And I hung up on them. I don't want to bother with people like that. Yes. So uh, Katie's going to pick me up to say goodbye to some of the people that she had them stay overnight by her house because she didn't want them to pay a hotel, that, that they have to pay a hotel. So I'll call you maybe tomorrow sometime. And thank you, Sam, that you came. Bye. There you go, folks. This is um, a random voicemail. If you can't tell, AJ has a Wisconsin area code. Oh, my God. If you can't tell. I thought that was my grandma risen from the grave. You think she got a little death dial in for you, huh, there? So I was on the plane, and my phone's in airplane mode, and, you know, there's only so much you can do. And I was like, man, I should, like, it said my voicemail box was almost full. I should go delete those messages. So I'm going through making sure there's nothing important. And I'm like, what? I get a lot of random calls from Milwaukee because I have a Milwaukee area right. code. Same here with Chicago. Yeah. yeah, you get a lot of them. Um, I decided to listen to this one. And I was almost rolling on the floor of the plane Which, laughing. By the way, I was always curious in my head because I just had this happen the other day or like the other month where I thought I got someone leaving me 
like a wrong voicemail. Yeah. And I poo-pooed it. And then it turned out it was actually like someone looking for therapeutic services <laughs> with me as a professional. And I was like, oh shit, I need, oh, that's a real call. Well, I thought it was pretty clear so, when she said, hi, Sam. Well, <laughs> it I wasn't just, for me. I just didn't know. I was like, I wonder if you're not paying more attention to that. Cause I almost let one like slip through my fingers. I but, do. I check. I mean, I, I do check the 414 numbers because my parents live there. You never know, right? It could be, you know, the VA hospital. It could be anybody. Could be a so, neighbor. Could, could be a neighbor. Could exactly. be a random person on the street and your mom just slipped and exactly. you know, they're going, Hey, your mom fell and asked if I could call you or something. Yeah. Cause I mean, I block numbers that are bad sure, from 414 sure. so this was just in deleted so, and i'm like right. what uh, just so you know um i figured it's probably from a landline i can probably google it i want to go ahead and just refresh your memory real fast on what grandma was calling to tell sam hi sam i had some dope call. some dope what do you do me up who are those black people i says those black people are good people some dope called me up and he said who are those black people and i said those black people are good people they shovel my snow and they cut my grass and what are you worrying about it there you go so apparently someone is very upset that uh grandma there which you know her name by the way is mary what's her name oh you got her name and she's 96 years Jesus old. Jesus Christ. How'd what? you find that? How'd you find that out? Well, before I was literally just talking about it and you weren't listening. Yeah, hold on. But I'm just trying to make sure everyone's there with like, I mean, me and you have listened to yeah. this so many times we've laughed at it. I want people to appreciate what's going on here. At that age, I can guarantee it was a landline. And I said, I bet I can Google that number and find out who it is. Her name's yeah, yeah. Mary and she's 96 years old and she lives in Milwaukee. <laughs> That's fucking scary. Remember guys, this is why I, I, I don't cheat anymore. That's why. Oh, t- darn, Pat. Cheating days are over. Thank notice, you're such an ass. Notice my, my dad got divorced 90 million times because, you know, I mean, it, hey, I saw what, what what happened. And that was back when you could get away with it. There ain't no getting away with I'm it. I'm so anymore. sorry that you're not able to cheat so easily anymore, Pat. That's why they, we have polyamory now. God. What was she saying again? Hi, Sam. I had some dope calling me up. Who are those black people? I says, those black people are good people. Yeah. They shovel my snow and they cut my grass. See, and that's why Wisconsin, I think, should have the first primary in the nation. Yeah. We all keep talking about Iowa and New Hampshire. Fuck Iowa and New Hampshire. Wisconsin is the heartbeat of America, This man. is a 96-year-old white woman, you guys. She's so fucking old, segregation was still around. Yeah. She wasn't legally allowed to blow a black guy in 1922. She's not racist. Why are? Why is anybody else racist? Holy fuck! <laughs> because I mean, let's let's just you know. Sometimes we generalize. That's what we do. And if I were to tell you, hey, I've got a voicemail from a 96 year old woman in Wisconsin, and it involves race. What do you think the context might be? That's how I knew it wasn't my grandmother from beyond the grave. Because my grandmother she, was racist. She, she's the one that she was calling about. She was, That's she, the dope. Yeah, my she's grandmother the dope. is the dope who called her and said, who are those black people? <laughs> That's what she said. There's this dope that called me from next door. This lady said, who are those black people? That's my grandma. That's how I knew it wasn't her pulling a fast one on me. She was way too fucking nice. My Southside grandmother would sit on the porch of her house yeah. and just watch people walk by yeah. and talk shit all day about 
about everything, about the color of their skin, about what kind of car they drove. I mean, she would just sit there and smoke her cigarettes and we'd sit there with her. They started early in my house. It was, uh, I like to say Chicago's so racist that white people are racist against other white people. Yeah. Uh, Because back when I was growing up, it was like the Polish lived in their neighborhood. The Irish were in their neighborhood. The Italians were in their neighborhood. I'm like, that's how much we broke it down there. We weren't even letting the fucking white people like, like, like mix up with each other. I just adore Mary. Holy and I, fuck. I love it. Can, can, can we talk to me? I mean, what do you do now? Do you call her and say, hey, Mary, you happen to call my number. You left me a message. By the way, I'm not Sam. But I just wanted to say, <laughs> I really appreciate your worldviews. You know what? I appreciate you being a good person. I can almost guarantee that she'd talk to me. Oh, she talked to you for hours. She probably doesn't have a lot going on. We should try and call her. Did you notice the second half of that whole phone call? Notice I keep cutting it off just at one point. Because yeah. she keeps going on just about she random. She just wants to talk to somebody. This is random Wisconsin shit. Like, I'm going to come over and say hi to you. I feel like it would be kind of cathartic to talk to her. Because she does truly sound like my grandmother. Sounds great. And I, I did call my grandma a lot before she died. Because my grandma father had just died and she was alone and my dad's like you know call her yeah she wants to talk to people so i feel like it would be very sweet to call mary and see if she'll talk to me otherwise maybe she'll call me a dope and tell me to hang up <laughs> you i don't could, know um, i'd be honored if she called me a dope you too. could be like the other famous white grandma who got the missed text from the young black man who now is just a black adult man yeah. uh and they do thanksgiving dinner every year here Remember in arizona that? too is yeah. that in arizona sure yeah is. Like, like, like he randomly texted yeah. her or she's texting him, and now they're like the best friends. You know, they it's like did, the odd couple. It got so big that they, I think it was Verba or Airbnb, did a contest where you could win Thanksgiving at her house. To hang out this with year. them. Yeah, to yeah. hang out with both of them. I'm telling you, man. Because, I mean, just listen to her here. Hi, Sam. I had some dope calling me up. Who are those black people? I says, those black people are good people. Yeah. They shovel my snow, and they cut my grass. And what? And what are you worried about it? And I hung up on him. There you go. Yeah, you tell him, Granny. And she fucking hung up on him. So I want you to remember that, man. Next time you're getting sucked into some shit, man, I don't care if it's online. I don't care if someone called you and they're complaining about (laughs) apparently the diversity of the folks that shovel your driveway. I want you to do just, just what Mary did right there. I told him to shut up. And I hung up on him. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.